When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hempresent. Our radio resident hempo sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. resistance seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant the whole plant and nothing but the plant join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion as i speak with some of the principal risk takers movers and shakers and history makers of the cannabis industry culture and reform movement i'm your host vivian mcpeak i am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event the Seattle Hemp Fest, speaking flower to power for 28 years and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for the show, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is medical cannabis patient as well as the proprietor of the infused product lines Nana's Secret Medibles and Nana's Secret Sodas, Cecilia Sibertson. I'm going to call you by the name that we all know you uh, of, and that's Nana. Um, so you. Nana, you operate a line of products intended for medical cannabis patients and recreational cannabis users in Washington state, but you're also a medical patient yourself as a person with epilepsy, uh, a chronic disorder that causes unprovoked recurrent seizures. And I understand that you began having seizures at the age of 12. What's it like for That's you when you, when you have a seizure? Can you describe the experience? Well, I have different types of seizures. I have petty mal seizures, grand mal seizures, myoclonic seizures. And in 2015, I was hospitalized with absence seizures over a period of 72 hours. So it can range anything from simply my hand jerking or dropping something to actually being completely unconscious for several hours. Uh, when I am unconscious and I wake up, I usually have some memory issues. Um, takes me probably at least a good eight hours to get back on my feet after I go to sleep after a seizure. But like I said, I have different types of seizures, which range from being very mild, and um, I feel I'm able to control those, 
to the grand mal seizures that come on if I get like really highly stressed. I can have a seizure and then I'll be out for a day or so. That must just be very disruptive to your life, I imagine. It is. <laughs> now, but it's getting so much better with the cannabis. I really can't complain. When, when did you discover that cannabis could help you manage your seizures? And what kind of effect do you get when taking cannabis in terms of, uh, say, your seizure intensity and frequency? How does, how does cannabis help you? Well, I started in 2013 when someone came into my label shop and told me I should go around the corner and buy some weed and it would make me feel better because they could tell that I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. I was having really bad tremors, migraines, um, quite a bit of side effects from the pharmaceutical. So I did what they told me. I went around the corner and I bought some marijuana and I tried it and it did work. And as time has progressed, I've been able to test several different product lines from different people. I've also gotten to a point where now I have my own CBD product line that I take every morning, every night. And it helps with the anxiety. It helps with the depression, the panic attacks, all of those problems that I've been experienced since I had the brain trauma, the cannabis is able to control for me. As far as the pharmaceuticals controlling my seizures, pharmaceuticals only control about 40% of people's seizures to begin with. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, I've known people that had seizure disorders and they were commonly prescribed Tegretol, Dilantin, Phenobarbital, sometimes a cocktail of pharmaceutical drugs. I know that you've been prescribed pharmaceutical drugs for your seizures. And I'm just wondering what kind of side effects do you experience? Uh, have you experienced from the pharmaceutical drugs and have they been effective for you? The last drug that I'm coming off of is uh, Lamotrigine. I'm down to 75 milligrams from 200 milligrams. And I got uh, aseptic meningitis in November, 2016. I was hospitalized and that is a side effect of that drug. It also has suicidal tendencies, depression, anxiety, um, arthritis, osteoarthritis, uh, liver disease, kidney disease, autoimmune uh, difficulties. It's just not very good medicine. Have you been able to reduce your pharmaceutical drugs since you started introducing cannabis into your regime? Yes. When I first started in 2013, I was taking 200 milligrams of another drug called topiramate, which caused terrible brain fog. I'm completely off of that one now. And the Lamitol or Lamotrigen, I was also taking 200 milligrams and I'm down to 75 on that now. And I'm cutting down 25 milligrams at a time. So hopefully in the next couple of months, I'll be pharmaceutical free. Nana, I have read that you said that conventional drugs being prescribed for epilepsy patients have severe side effects, um, and, and you just mentioned some, and, and you said that it's extremely disturbing that you would be forced to take a drug with side effects when cannabis and CBD will control your seizures. How are you, how are you forced to take pharmaceutical drugs? I've done a lot of research since I got sick and uh, have been un, uh, unable to drive, so I do a lot of research about cannabis and epilepsy. And it's a little disturbing that the government actually patented cannabis as a treatment for epilepsy and ovarian cancer until 1958, which is the year that I was born. And then they started coming out with all these different pharmaceuticals that have deadly side effects. So by denying me access to a cannabis product that they had already patented as a treatment for epilepsy, 
they denied me access to the medicine that I needed and gave me medicine that caused me to have kidney disease, liver cysts, autoimmune disease, arthritis, and I'm sure it has shortened my life. Wow. Well, you know, you are an extremely driven person. You've been able to accomplish so much regardless of your uh, seizure disorder. And I want to talk about uh, some of the work that you've done about your product line, Nana's Secret. Uh, what kind of products do you produce? What made you decide to embark on that line of business? What can you tell us about Nana's Secret? I started Nana's Secret because I needed cannabis to stay alive. And the only way I felt that I could have good, clean medicine would be if I grew my own marijuana, processed it into mater uh, material that I could put into um, peels or edibles or whatever other type of products that I was trying to obtain. So uh, in April 2013, when I learned that cannabis was a legal treatment, I had no idea. I began trying different products. And at that time, I owned a label company and I printed labels for one of the larger soda manufacturers in Washington. And I just decided that that would be the perfect way to introduce this medicine into my system. So I had a friend work with me, Ben Reagan from the CPC, to develop the right formula for the sodas. And I started drinking the sodas every day and working my way down off the pharmaceuticals. And we now so, have CBD companies around the world that are calling Nana up and asking if we would consider putting our name on their product. Do you put THC, CBD? What do you put in your products? So the products we have right now, we have a 25 milligram CBD patch. We have a, a CBD only tincture. We have CBD topicals, uh, strawberry lemonade. We will be doing a THC product line, uh, but that's coming with the next investor. Nice. And where are your products available? Uh, my products are not available at the moment. They will be back online very soon. Um, we had a group of investors come in and have some health issues and back out on us. So the materials that they ordered, they took them with them. So I, I am not able to. Um, okay. And we're, gonna, and we're going to dive in after the break a little bit into some of the obstacles and challenges as a cannabis uh, retailer that you've been manufacturer that you've actually been uh, encountering. Um, but I want to ask, have you, have you heard from other people with uh, epilepsy or seizure disorders um, in, in the community uh, who've been affected by the information and the advocacy that you've uh, been spreading? Do you know other people dealing with the same thing? I do know I do know other people in the industry who have epilepsy and they do use cannabis and I was surprised how many of them came up to me at Hempfest and told me about their epilepsy and the fact that they use cannabis and they have had no seizures for two, three, four, five years. So um, yeah, I was really excited at Hempfest to hear about that. And I know that the government uh, has patented or has uh, allowed epidiolics, I think it's called, um, which is one of the only pharmaceutical cannabis uh, drugs allowed, I believe, right now. And that's, that's for, for epilepsy because I think it may be most effective of, of all things that cannabis might be most effective for treating seizure disorders. Is that right? Yeah, I asked my neurologist if they would give me the epidiolics. So that I can try it myself to see if it actually works. 
and I couldn't obtain any samples or even a prescription for it because I was told that my insurance would not cover the cost. Huh. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. But but who can't who can't afford to get some herb at the end of the day, yep. right? Um, yep. So that's that's really what the struggle is is all about. Um, yeah, people don't understand. For those of us who have epilepsy, our life it really is focused on medicine, medicine, medicine. Every morning when we get up, we have to take medicine. Every night when we go to bed, we have to take medicine. And if it's cannabis, that's great. If it's not, not so great. But if we don't take the medicine regularly, consistently on a daily basis, we will have a seizure. That's not a possible side effect of not taking it. It's a reality for us. So um, as long as I can continue to work towards having that clean medicine for myself and the other patients, I'm as happy as can be. I am talking to Cecilia Nana Sievertson from Nana's Secret. We're going to take a pause and hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers and come back with our second segment, so don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. I'm back with Nana Sievertson from Nana's Secret. Um, Nana, where do you access the cannabis for your products? Um, and what's the process for determining potency and purity? You know, I've been really fortunate to connect with a hemp farm in Kentucky that has an exceptional uh, extraction process and lab. 
and they are providing banana secret products for me right now, the tinctures and the capsules and fruit chews, et cetera. So I, uh, I am really fortunate that I got a phone call from them. They've been through all of the certifications that they need to make sure that we have our product available and ready to get approved by the FDA once they start making those um, requirements of us, I guess is how I would word that. But um, I have products that come out of Kentucky. I have products that come out of Maine. The patch comes from Maine. Um, my sodas are bottled right here in Washington. And I have another bottler that's coming on board in Alaska. Speaking of certifications, how complicated was the process of creating Nana's Secret as far as the regulator regulatory requirements for a cannabis business in Washington State? I mean, I know that uh, that things can be fickle and the, the, uh, the, the, the guidelines and the requirements can change. Uh, how has that process been for you? How complicated has it been uh, to start a cannabis business? It is a nightmare. It is honestly a nightmare. I thought that when <laughs> we switched from CBD, or excuse me, from THC to CBD beverages, that those nightmares that I had been enduring would go away. But now this is what we're looking at. We have Washington State uh, requiring only CBD to go into food and beverages if they are processed in a 502 facility. We cannot just put CBD in our sodas at this time until the law changes. So that's the reason for the, the company that's coming on board in Alaska. In Alaska, they can put it in my beverages. So I don't, I don't know if it will ever change for Washington but my soda bottler has a huge new building to bottle all of them and CBD beverages in as soon as they do change that rule. I know it's really hard on entrepreneurs because you've got to put all this investment in. You've got to do R&D. You've got to put your initial investment in. Mm -hmm. You've got to create your, your you know, processes and facilities and all that stuff. And, and you're dealing with this just endlessly changing restrictive environment um, banking is a challenge. Uh, I mean, it must be really frustrating to try to protect your investment. It is very frustrating because there's people coming from all over wanting to get in the industry or saying they want to get into the industry and they, they get in just enough to create more problems for you and then they pull out. And it, it's been an ongoing up and down, up and down since 2013. I, I am confident I'm at the stage now where we're just waiting for the last round of investment to come in in two weeks and then we'll start doing our beverages in Alaska hopefully they'll change the laws for Washington Washington um, is where I would like to see Nana's Secret Soda Shop in April I've talked to the people at Cannabis City and they're putting in a new shop with THC on one side and CBD on the other so hopefully we'll be able to get those laws changed so that we can produce our sodas in our soda shops and sell them there in soda. Yeah, James from Cannabis City, they're, they're great people. One of the, I think that was the first, if I remember, uh, yes. re retail place to open in Washington State, or, or at least in Seattle. Yes, we were we were all there when they opened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we sure were. I got one of the first grams of, of herb. Um, what? 
what, what reforms would you like to see in Washington State to protect patients and cannabis manufacturers and retailers from these excessive regulations? What do you What do you think should change? I don't know. I think that the state should start looking at the cannabis entrepreneurs who are trying to create these businesses to create medicine for patients. And instead of putting all of the obstacles in front of them, I, I think that they should, you know, reach out a hand and help and say, what can we do? And, and, you know, I think that people that open cannabis businesses while cannabis is still federally illegal are activists themselves or economic activists who are taking things to a level that community activists can achieve. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the next uh, the next gradual uh, step, you know, in the process. Um, I want to ask you if there's somebody out here listening to this show right now out there uh, who suffers from a seizure disorder like epilepsy, uh, grand mal seizure disorder, any of that stuff, um, and they are maybe afraid to use cannabis because they've never used it, what would you say to them? I would say it's the best thing that ever happened to me is saving my life, keeping me alive. Um, there can't be anything bad about that. Do you have any, any, what are the side effects is what they'll probably ask. What are the side effects from cannabis? Oh, this is what I would like to tell your uh, listeners because I told uh, my investor this yesterday and he's like, can you tell my partner that? This is what I've learned over the seven years. I've been trying various types of cannabis for myself, for my own treatment, I have learned that because I take CBD oil, 100% CBD oil every morning and every night, a pretty large amount, I smoke blunts throughout the day because I get really bad anxiety. And um, I don't get high from the THC the way I did before I started using CBD on a regular, consistent basis. So how does it affect me? It, it allows me to do my job. So it returns, it, it gives you a sense of functionality? Yes. And that's kind of counterintuitive to what people would expect to have no uh, experience with cannabis, well, right? The epilepsy patients that are not using cannabis that are on pharmaceutical drugs, I can say this because I've taken 15 of those drugs and they all have the same side effects. They make your brain so cloudy the idea of giving those drugs to a child that's getting ready to start school, my question would be, how is the child going to learn when their head is so clouded with those drugs? If they only use cannabis or CBD, they wouldn't have that brain fog and it would make them, their education level would go up, I believe. So you think that, that even children with these uh, illnesses should be allowed to use cannabis, right? I do. Uh, I think that it. Cannabis should be a first option to epilepsy patients. I don't care what their age is because once they are given the pharmaceutical drugs for epilepsy, each and every one of them have such severe side effects. If you ever stop trying to or try to stop taking it, you're at risk of dying from a brain trauma. That happened to me. It was not good. I'm so thankful to have survived that so that I can tell other people it is serious, serious business coming off of a pharmaceutical drug that a doctor has prescribed to you your entire life. And if you're not very careful, if you don't have the, the CBD up enough in your system, you can die. That's just the reality. You know, Nana, I have interviewed on this show the parent of a child with a seizure disorder 
that uh, was using cannabis in Ireland, England, um, Australia, uh, New Zealand, and South Africa. And they all say the same things that you're saying. And some of these children were nonverbal uh, before they started using cannabis, uh, children with aut uh, autism and epilepsy. Um, and the stories are just amazing. The stories are, are amazing. And these people are dealing with the same level of prohibition in those other countries and fighting for, they believe they're fighting for their children's lives. Uh, frankly, they it's, are. it's been, been very are. dramatic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm talking to Cecilia Nana from Nana's uh, Secrets, Nana uh, Sigurdsson. And we're going to take another break and come back with our final questions. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome got to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. Uh, you got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling. With the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzy Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. That's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And I am back with Nana from Nana Secret. So, Nana, I wanted to ask you about something that you operate called Nana's Angel Network, devoted to children with seizure disorders. And I read it's providing support, education, and aggressive activism on behalf of sick kids. Could you briefly, briefly touch on Nana's Angel Network product? How does it work, and, and how do you guys uh, realize those cool things? When I started my business, I wanted to create a foundation to raise money for children with epilepsy. So we started the Cannabis Angel Network with a couple of women who have since changed. So we went back and, and renamed it the Nana's Angel Network so that uh, people in the industry can donate medicine or money to children who connect with the foundation as far as looking for different types of medicine, whether it be CBD uh, manufacturer that can provide them with the medicine 
or if they just need educational materials. I think it's going to be key to get educational materials into elementary schools so that the teachers who are spending all the time with these children every day, they understand what it is these kids need so that they can learn. I know you were a child when you started, you were 12, when you started having seizures. That must have been a life-changing uh, event for you. What, what was that like for you? How did that affect your life at that age? Something I don't really like to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it today. When you're a child and you have epilepsy, you have no friends. Your friends, families, they don't want you coming to their house um, because they're afraid you'll have a seizure and they're afraid you'll die and they just, you know, don't want to be involved. So in that sense, you try to overcompensate for everything that you do. That's probably why Nana is so driven. I can't, like, stop this project because this is how I know I can stay alive. And I remember back when I was a child and I was sitting in the classroom and thinking, you know, I'd really like to go home with my friends after school because they're going to have a great time, but I can't go. So we would like to help the children with epilepsy and get some apps maybe that will help them with their self-esteem. But just let them know, you know, they're, they're smart people just like everybody else. They just happen to get some medication for a condition that they have that's affecting them in a negative way. So if we can get better medicine to patients so that they don't have brain fog to live with, so they're not confused about, you know, what, what's going on around them. That's been the worst thing for me while I've been trying to build my business. That's while I was on the pharmaceuticals and I had the brain fog all types of things was going on around me, with me. And it's hard to say this, but I wasn't really aware of what reality was at the time until I got off of that terrible drug. And it was just like one morning I woke up and I thought, wow, I'm not stupid after all. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nana Sievertson, you are a force to be reckoned with and anybody in the Pacific Northwest cannabis uh, uh, culture knows that you're an inspirational figure for all that you've done and, and all that you're trying to do. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Vivian. I appreciate everything you're doing. Right back at you. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature of him present on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. I do smoke, but I don't go through all this trouble just because I want to make my drug of choice legal. It's about personal freedom. We should have the right in this country to do what we want if we don't hurt anybody. And those are the words of the late musician Bob Marley. That concludes this installment of present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, token easy. The Hammerzant theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music maestro because I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.